Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. So we've been battling along with this, and it's quite incredible because this whole idea that Hamas can rape, murder, take hostages, brutalize, and uh, swear that every is every Jew hiding behind a rock will be murdered and killed. That's that's one thing because uh, yeah, that's who they are. But they would never lie, would they? They would never give us false information about what's really going on in Gaza. And yet somehow we, the world compartmentalizes it and seems to accept it. I don't understand why. And uh, we wanted to chat to somebody who's looked into this, who spent quite a lot of time in uh, in the West Bank and uh, who who has written, I think, uh, the most amazing book. And I don't know if you've read it or not. If you do, if you haven't, I would strongly recommend you read Catch the Jew. It, it was just uh, an incredible, incredible incredible book. I loved every every moment of it. I read it some time ago, but uh, really, really, uh, really awesome. And we are joined this morning by Tovia Tannenbaum, the author. He's a theatre director, playwright, a journalist, an essayist, and uh, we wanted to understand his perspective on this media and Palestinian media uh, that seems to be confusing us. Tovia Tannenbaum, a very good morning. Welcome. Thank you. For good joining morning us. to you, my friend. How are you doing? Well, I good think... Good morning to you and your... Yeah, it's uh, it, it's 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 a difficult time, I think, for 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 Jews around the world, for people around the world, as we try and yeah. come to terms with a maybe not a new reality, but a reality that perhaps we've ignored for some time. Yeah, it's not it's not easy. I mean, uh, I just came back from Israel. Uh, I mean, people are shocked. People are scared. Uh, Nobody believed that it would happen, and, and and it happened. I mean, I think that one of the problem is uh, Israelis still believe they live in South in uh, in uh, Switzerland or in places like that. They, it's the area there, the Middle Eastern culture, and it's different. And uh, over there, they want to kill Jews, and and it's sad to see it. You know, in reality. Yes, as you mentioned, I wrote about it in Catch the Jew, in the book, and, and in other places. But it's one thing when you recognize it and you understand it, the logical part of you, but it's totally different when you live it. You know, when you see it in front of you, it all became uh, reality. And, and now I am in New York, and to see the demonstrations in New York, and to see the anti-Semitism in the Western world, uh, people are jumping to basically open season of the Jews. So it's very, very sad to see that. So, so that, that is something I wanted to try and deal with. And we see this here in South Africa where people that commentators, not Jewish, general media commentators, who I generally hold in very high regard or have held, are, are buying into what they're being fed from Palestinian media, from the so-called Gaza health authorities, I don't understand it. Why is there this cognitive dissonance between what is very clearly happening and what they're capable of and yeah. and what they're reporting? I mean, in my journey to the to the Eastern world, and I was in Israel to write the books that you just mentioned, mm. I became friendly with the Palestinians, and I was very friendly. I mean, they didn't know that I am Jewish. Mm. And I was very friendly with Jibril Rajoub the number two or three in PLO. But when the Europeans were there, the, the peace and love organization, when they saw me with him, of course, he embraced me. And I 
kind of how you call it in English, infiltrated, but yes. basically yes. became very friendly with mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. with various yes. European peace and love organizations who are there. And and I saw it right there. And and if you read the book you you'd remember it. I mean the Europeans, young Europeans who come to Israel to spend a summer or a year or two years, you know, supposedly for peace and love to help the, the, the two sides, the Arab and the Jew. But when I was part of them and they confided in me, it was basically just one reason they came there, to catch the Jew doing something wrong, make a video of it, and if you cannot catch him something doing something wrong, so you just basically manipulate videos in order to show. I mean, people are European young people, 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-year-old, 40 years old, dedicate their time to the Palestinian cause. Not because they like Palestinians, not because they care about Palestinians. When I told them, for example, I was in Jordan, I went mm-hmm. to a refugee camp over there called Al-Wahadat. And I saw how the Jordanians are treating the Palestinians who live in there, which 75% almost of the people in Jordan are Palestinians, or so-called Palestinians. They treat them most horribly you can, you can treat a human being. Like so, animals. Yeah, because... We, and, and I, say can, we, can we, do, and I hmm. say, can we together do something for those Palestinians? Nobody cared. Nobody really cares for Palestinians. Only those who are fighting with the Jews. Well, we see that in Syria. We saw that with Assad. Yeah, we saw that with Assad in Syria. We see that uh, pretty much. We've seen that in Yemen. Uh, We see it everywhere. If if Jews aren't involved, then we see it with Igor Muslims in China. We it's 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 remarkable. So is this all about anti-Semitism? I don't want to believe that, but I I I don't know how else to view the world. I don't want to believe it either. But this is the reality. If you ask those people. Let's do something for the Kurdish people. There are millions of them. Mm. They have no country. They are abused. The Turkish are killing them. Everybody is killing them. And say, why, why, why are you saying this? Are you a Jew? I mean, this is the answer. You, you cannot even argue with these people. So I mean, do you know yeah. what happens in Yemen? Do you know what happens yeah. in Sudan? Do you know what happens anywhere in the world? Do you know what happens in... So, um, nobody cares. Nobody goes on the streets of New York or, in Aust- or, or whatever it is in, in France, whatever, to fight for, for the Arabs, you know? Hello? I mean, this is ridiculous. And if you say Look, that, what, they'll say it's, it's, it's whataboutism. It's whataboutism. That's what they're going to tell you if you yeah. argue that. So there's, there's nowhere to go with this. There's no, there's no way to go because all they care about is he want to get a Jew, catch him, and that's it. Catch the that's Jew. What mm. Catch the Jew. And then they always find a, a couple of Jews who join them, like oh. Judith Butler, mm. Noam Chomsky, mm. all those people, you know. And then there, there is this organization here that last week, you know, basically was in Gans Central and brought God knows hundreds of people to disturb the traffic in that time. And voice, the Jewish voice for peace. I know them. I know them. I know them personally. These are Arabic people. Many of them are not Jewish. <laughs> no, and the ones who are Jewish are self-hating. I remember one time I was in, in Washington DC, there was a conference and I was standing outside writing on my iPad and one of them came to me and, 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 and wanted me to write about the Jewish Voice for Peace with such a beautiful organization. Beautiful. And yes. I said to him, sorry, thank you. I'm not, I'm not here to, to cover you. I'm covering another, another, 
people here. And then he started yelling at me. You are, I can, I can vomit from looking at your fat finger pointing on your iPad. You are so ugly. Jew, ugly Jew, ugly Jew. He was like screaming at me, ugly Jew, ugly Jew, ugly fat Jew. I can vomit just looking at you. So I said to him, you know what? Now you got my attention. <laughs> I will interview you. Now you got my attention. It's becoming interesting. Absolutely. I so I said, okay, now tell me your piece. And he says, yes, um, it's very, very important with peace and love in the world. <laughs> Muslims, we are thinking that you know that the Jewish people, the Arab people, are beautiful people. I said, wait, wait, wait a second. Talk to me like what you just talked to me. Yeah, before. yeah. You don't want that. You want All the real you. Yeah, yeah. The real you. I mean, these these are the people you are dealing with. Absolutely. I mean, we have to wake up. We have to wake up to the reality of what kind of people we are dealing with. It's pure hate. It is, it's and a and hate. And and and, what can you do? and the remarkable thing is the voices, uh, the Jewish voices for peace and uh, all of those, how they paraded the Natura Karta. I've never got more messages and tweets about Natura Karta in all of my life. I don't even know who they are, where they are, if they are. But all of a you sudden, I'm being to told these something. are good Jews. I'm a bad Jew, right? Those you are good Jews. You tell you something? Yeah. You only need to tell you something. I'll tell you. For the next book, which is coming out soon in. Uh, I spent with my wife one and a half years. Yeah. Almost one and a half years. Living in Measharim. Oh wow. In the most orthodox world. You have the Natura Karta where you have all these things. And everybody talks about those Jews who look like like real Jews who are demonstrating anti Zionist. Yes. So it turns out that the Natura Karta is a small maybe actually the core is about twenty families. Right. I mean you're talking about twenty families in the world. Pictures, all those people in Torkarta who are demonstrating with Hamas, you know, for Hamas, for Iran, anti-Israel. Look at their pictures. You see they are the same 20 Jews walking around all over the world. They get paid for it. This is their job, to be dressed like a Hasidic Jew, you know, <laughs> with a strimal and all those things and the, and the long black thing, you know, and to hold up. And every, I can't believe that the world is taking them for seriously. Don't you see they are the same people? That is absolutely incredible. They are telling me we have to end because uh, we are out of time. Tuvia Tannenbaum stayed up very late to speak to us in New York. Tuvia, thank you. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm absolutely delighted to speak to you. I'm going to reread the book because I haven't read Catch the Jew for a while, and I think it will be a very different perspective with which I read it now and can't wait for your next one as well. We'll certainly be in touch. Tuvia Tannenbaum uh, talking to us from New York this morning. It is 7.33.